Yo, what's going on, bro? Vine, it's your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington here at General Fitness Company Studio. It is August 13th, 2020. Yeah, it is Throwback Thursday, and this is episode number 452. Can't wait to bring this one to you. <laughs> that rhymed. Of course, I did that on purpose. Anyways, today we're going to be talking about happiness. We're going to be talking about separating your thoughts from your actions, because, you know, a lot of times you may think that something's going to bring you happiness, but in all actuality, it brings you pain. And the reverse of that, sometimes you might think is going to bring you pain, something's going to bring you pain, and it actually brings you happiness. Uh, an example that I give you in today's episode was a, a run that I went on that I knew was going to, going to be painful, and I knew I was going to have to you know, get through it, but I felt so, so happy after I got it done. And of course, you know, when you exercise, you do feel a little better, but we're going to be talking about more than just that. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get this episode underway. Episode number 452 of the TR Expert Talks, a throwback on happiness. Let's go! Alright, so I was thinking about this. Uh, I actually was watching a random video uh, that had came up on my feed. It was about the National Association for Obesity. And I thought it kind of interesting because I never knew there was an actual like support group or whatnot for this. But apparently there's some people out there that actually believe that being obese is healthy or something like that. I think they, I don't know what, I don't know what they really <laughs> believe, but some of them were saying that, like there's a whole you know coalition and there's a whole they had a uh, what do you call it they had one of those um those groups you know those like a kind of parades or gatherings whatever you want to call it they they were getting together and they had a little function where they're outdoors doing little exercises and stuff and showing that they're they're active even though they're obese now the th- <laughs> I'm sorry the thing is I shouldn't laugh because this is is real stuff but the thing is that like you know it didn't it wasn't a ton of movement and you could tell that this is not something that these people do on a consistent basis. So uh, my issue with this whole thing is that, like, well, look, there's one part where you say you shouldn't judge other people's lives, right? Let people live their lives. That's important, right? You want to consider is even though it's not directly affecting me or you or whoever sees this person that is, that is obese, it does indirectly affect you. Now, the problem with this is, though, is that somebody that is obese may be dealing with something that is very similar to somebody that has like black lungs because they won't stop smoking, right? But the thing is that you can't see somebody with black lungs because, oh wait, we can see somebody. We can't see somebody's lungs because they're on the inside. So essentially, people deal with all kinds of things in their lives and they're, everybody's got all sorts of afflictions in their life, right? I mean, whether it be, uh, I actually, when I was watching this program, uh, a lot of the people were pointing to this one, pointing to one specific thing. You know, like there's other people on the other side that, you know, were heckling them. And, you know, that's not right. Obviously, people are trying to, like, be proud of themselves. And I understand that. But the, pro- the issue with a lot of people when they were, you know, responding to the hecklers, a lot of them were saying that it's not that they're inactive and, you know, that's debatable. But the thing is that what they were talking about is that they were emotional eaters almost everybody said the same thing is that i don't i feel like i can't control when i eat and i understand that like i said the same same thing even if you're if you're obese or if you're anorexic or bulimic like 
all these are afflictions. You know, they all, all deal with food, but they're all afflictions. They're everything. Everybody has stuff that they deal with. And people deal with these things in sometimes unhealthy ways. And unfortunately, sometimes those unhealthy ways can show up on your body. Like if you eat too much, if you're an emotional eater, you'll get you'll be obese if you do too much crystal meth you lose your teeth you know if you do too much heroin you end up uh, you know stealing from your friends and then you know becoming homeless so there's consequences for every kind of uh unhealthy way to deal with stressors or afflictions in life right but the reason why i'm bringing this up is because well my main point was that there's a reason why people are fat now that's a general overall statement there's a reason why people overeat and essentially there's a reason why they tell us don't eat too much and this is and it's kind of goes with that saying don't bite off more than you can chew it boils down to you having control over your life now obviously these people may have dealt with certain things uh, you know maybe they had some people there's some certain uh, psychological trauma maybe their parents were control freaks or not control freaks but maybe their parents were overbearing maybe their they're made fun of because of something, maybe because of their cultural background or because of, you know, there's a lot of reasons why people might have some things that uh, they link to, or they can link to as an, an emotional trauma from their past. But the reason why I say, like, don't bite off more than you can chew is because a lot of people, they, they consume themselves in trying to feel good to mask the inevitable, uh, the un inevitable difficulties of life you're going to experience difficulties in life but you don't want to bite off more than you can chew meaning that you don't want to take too much pleasure so that you don't even experience the pain that is a natural part of life <laughs> thinking this out a little bit over the air today so living in that perfect life because it's hard to living like love is good right i mean obviously we want to have love in our hearts and it's good to live that have that love and it's good to feel like, you know, you can obviously oscillate to like a lot. And maybe you might go up to love every once in a while or something that's somewhere in between like and love. And then you have that infatuation love. And you can keep that up maybe for a little bit, but you can't keep that up for an extreme amount of time for uh, overall in your life. Right. I mean, you can love something or someone, but you it's, it's very difficult to love someone and all the time. We've, those of you that have children know that even though they're most they're most. They're the most precious things in the world. There are times when you, you know, you're like, yeah, <laughs> right? There's times where you just feel like you don't really love your kid. So whatever it is, you got to think about, you can't do, because we're human, we can't do that that often. And on the same note, uh, and if you, uh, if you don't, you know, move towards like, which, you know, it's kind of hard to do that. You know, everybody likes something every once in a while. But if you don't move towards like, well, then that love maybe goes further and further away from the starting point. It's harder and harder to get to that, that level of love, right? But the opposite is, applies for pain and suffering. See, the thing is with pain, you have to go through pain. Because if you don't go through pain, well, then the problem is that the suffering, it gets closer and closer to your, your, your homeostasis or your, your, your wherever you are point. So if you think about it this way, is that you, you, although we have the tendency to always to, to like a lot, and it, and it becomes harder and harder to, to, to love if you don't like. It becomes easier and easier to experience suffering if you don't experience pain. So it's almost like an inverse correlation. It's just like the more you do, the more you like, the harder it is to experience true love because it's almost like everything is like the same. Whereas if the more, whereas the, the, the more that you experience pain, 
the harder it is to experience suffering because of the fact that you become stronger through that pain. Now, obviously, there's certain points to both of those where it becomes like almost a, a, psycho, a, a psychotic kind of thing or it becomes a psychotic issue. Like you don't want to be loving everything or you don't want to like or love everything and you don't want to experience suffering and everything uh, and you don't want to be chasing pain for everything. You don't want to be chasing, you don't want to be lusting after everything. So I think that's the extremes of those is that if you're constantly going to the well and only going to that, that one standard deviation, it really changes and I think it almost develop, you almost develop a sort of psychopathy with uh, the way suffering and the way that love is expressed in your life or is understood from your perspective, or maybe even attained, uh, but I think uh, but I think it's more important for us. I, I kind of got off topic. I feel like here, but I think what why the reason why I'm talking about all this is because pain is important. Not to, it is important part of life. Just as pain is a part of pain is a part of life, just as much as liking someone, or just as much as love is a part of life, and just as much as suffering is a part of life, we can learn from it all. If you avoid suffering, if you avoid pain, well, then you don't learn. If you avoid uh, suffering, is an indicator that something is not correct in your life. And because we're human, it is inevitable that we're going to make mistakes, and we are going to experience some sort of suffering. But if you live a life where you're not doing anything, and you don't really ever experience any pain or any suffering, and nothing is like a challenge for you, well, then you won't really have anything that you're going to be living for. You won't have any meaning, and suffering ends up being your everyday existence. But the problem is that you, because you haven't really experienced anything, you won't even realize that you're suffering. You know? So that's what I want you to consider today, is that it's important to not only love and spread love and spread like, you know, and, and do these things outside of yourself, and obviously love yourself and like, like who you are, but you should also Make sure that you challenge yourself. Give yourself a little bit of, uh, you know, tough love, so to speak. Understand that sometimes, you, sometimes it may be your fault, it may be not your fault, you know, but sometimes you're going to experience some pain and you can't run from that pain. And on top of that, if you are running from that pain, well, then you're going to inevitably, inevitably experience suffering because your pain tolerance goes down and suffering just gets closer and closer to your homeostasis. So you want to make sure that you have a good pain tolerance. I'm not saying that you should go out there every day and run your head through walls. And I'm not saying that you should go out there and try to make yourself throw up in your workouts. But if you are put yourself through some discomfort every once in a while, you know, if you maybe even more than every once in a while, then you, could be, you then you'll develop a stronger character. You develop yourself as a stronger human being. You develop yourself as a stronger uh, citizen. You develop yourself as, as someone that people will respect. Maybe not everybody, but some people. And the reason why people will, will respect you is because physically, even though, even though you may not see a smoker's black lungs or you may not see a, a sex addict's you know, behaviors outside of you know, the workplace or outside of their own, you know, where you may encounter them, Eating is a clear example or a clear indicator to all of us about the weakness of someone's character. Now, you can say what you want about other people. Like I said, you, you can't, we can't see a sex addict's acts outside of our encounters with them. Uh, you can't see someone that's a smoker's uh, lungs. You can't see, I mean, I guess alcoholics, you can kind of see that after a while they have some physical symptoms. But there are a lot of, uh, you know, obviously, I don't have the time to go over every single, every single symptom that people experience from not living, their true, living uh, up to their true potential. But I think you get the idea of what I'm saying here is that no matter what, if it is obesity, that's an overarching theme. It's just I'm saying, using that as an example, I'm not picking on um, obese people, so to speak. But if you have something that is afflicting you and you choose not to confront it, eventually it's going to come closer and closer to your homeostasis, and eventually it will become your life, and that will be a life of suffering. And the worst part about that life of suffering, the point 
and I'm trying to make here is the worst part about that life of suffering is that you won't even realize that you're living a life of suffering. All right, well, I kind of went on a little longer than I wanted to today, uh, but it was just something that I was thinking about. I was actually thinking about this. Uh, As I said, I watched that program, and then I went to go work out, and I kind of, while I was working out, I actually was working that problem out in my mind, trying to figure out, like, why people can be overweight and still be delusional and think that they are healthy because there's, you know, study upon study, you know, and they had me believing, to be honest with you, <laughs> they had me believing, to be honest with you, that they were, they, they were healthy. And I had to look it up as like, can obese people be healthy? You know, like they had me believe in that. And, you know, maybe there are some exceptions. Well, I don't know if there's any exceptions, to be honest with you. I didn't see anything that looked like that, that was an indicator of any exceptions, but uh, there could be out there that we don't know of. And obviously, obviously, we do know that our, there are people that have health issues uh, that can cause their obesity, you know, whether it be like a, a issue with their pituitary gland or, you know, there's obviously, I was talking about exemptions to every rule, right? Every, obviously, there's outliers for every single situation. There are people that are obese. They're probably very rare, but there's probably people that are obese that can do nothing about it. They probably eat one piece of lettuce a day and they still gain weight. I don't know how that's possible, but I'm pretty sure because there's so many different genes and the universe is so diverse that there's probably somebody out there right now that may or may not be listening to this and saying, Jerry, I eat a piece of lettuce every day and I've been eating it for the past 30 years every day and I still weigh 543 pounds. I don't know if it's probable, but it most certainly is possible. Uh, We've all seen a fair share of interesting things in this world and maybe that would be one of them that we haven't, we have yet to... uh, well, I, at least I haven't seen it, but if you've, if you've heard of it, feel free to let me know. But I haven't heard of anybody that's uh, 543 pounds and only eats, eats a piece of lettuce every day. So anyways, uh, that's what I got for you today. It's uh, a little bit longer than I normally would chat, but that was something I really needed to hash out, and I think I kind of got it hashed out over the airwaves today. Sometimes I have it all hashed out beforehand. Sometimes I just want to sit down and hash it out while talking to you. And, you know, maybe you can kind of see how my brain works and uh, maybe you can go and uh, figure out some things on your own because I think it's important to think. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in the final thought. Mm-hmm.